0: this is the ivy retirement podcast with peter Loffenberg from the ivy league advisory group when a part of your financial strategy is out of tune your long-term goals your retirement savings and your legacy can all suffer with many years of experience in the financial industry peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security retirement income planning wealth management and much more Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Loffenberg.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Loffenberg with the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you like more information about what you here during the show today, give us a call at 866 360 2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while on the website, click on the podcast page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you have any questions about what we talk about today or on other podcasts that you may be listening to, uh, give us a call uh, and we can set up a meeting either face-to-face or virtual and, and I can answer your questions and maybe even explore putting some stuff together for you uh, when it comes to retirement. Today, I want to talk about the the four phases of retirement. You know, A lot of people, uh, retirement's the goal and they think it's just one monolithic 30-year period um, that's they're going to you know be part of and that's it. But truly, um, what we find and what I find working with people and other uh, financial professionals and, and, and the like have found is there's really four phases that go with retirement. I kind of want to break those down today and talk about what you should be thinking about for each one of those as you go along. But before I do that, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? I am doing great.
0: Happy to be here. Really had a great week and this should be a good show. I like it. The four phases of retirement. And I'm sure that we're going to dig into the nuts and bolts of retirement planning and what we need to know. Uh, But first, yes, I've had a great week. And, um, you know, I I, didn't it bring a tear to your eye, Peter, when I won that football bet you and I had a couple of years ago. And uh, uh, yeah.
1: which bet was that Tony
0: <laughs> uh, that the Bengals would go to the Super Bowl in the next two years and then so you owe me twenty dollars
1: so yeah, that, that's uh, who. Who would have guessed that the Bengals would be going to the Super Bowl? I predicted it, and you owe me yeah. money. It's, yeah, okay. that's the way I remember that, it. I, that's the way you remember <laughs> it. Uh huh. Is that also like predicting Tom Brady's retirement?
0: Uh, no, that's too iffy. That's up and down. That's <laughs> yeah. that's less sure. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you think it? You think it? People didn't see the Bengals coming. Holy cow! <laughs> well, We're you, you want to roll the pro- dice on Brady's retirement at this point? Holy no. cow!
1: No, no, no. No, They found out this weekend, whoever made that bet lost pretty quickly, but
0: (laughs) yeah, well, we'll well. we'll see if he was smart, (laughs) he would retire. In my opinion, go out on top. Yep.
1: Go out on top. These guys always stay
0: in too long. Get the, they might have brain injuries. They, uh, might get hurt, um, you know, and they wait till they start declining and then they have to go out on a low note or with some team that they. You know, don't want to be on. So I, I just think that they should retire. I think Rodgers should retire. I think, uh, yeah, um, uh, Brady should retire. And I'm not saying they're not they're great quarterbacks, but why not go out on top? You have enough money, well, and you're I, old. Go.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. for football. I mean, you're old. Specifically for Brady. I mean, what what else does he need to do? Right, not to make this a sports podcast, but I, I, another Super Bowl uh, and. Uh, there's nothing more he can do. He owns every stat. He owns every, everything. So go right into the sunset and and own it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It gets in your
0: blood. You can't stop. So, uh, you know, and that's kind of talking about retirement. It does tie in because we are Mm -hmm. talking about the four phases of retirement. And and it's just that some people struggle to get to the first phase like Brady, right? Uh, He's great at a lot of things, but I don't know. Retirement isn't one of them apparently. Um, or he doesn't, he's afraid of it or something. Um, but, uh, I have to confess, I've never heard it broken down like that four phases. So, uh, what do you have for us today?
1: Yeah, Tony, let's start with the first phase of retirement, right? And, and as you probably can imagine, it's the pre-retirement phase. And this this phase is uh, generally the the 10 years before, or the decade before, um, you're going to pull the trigger and retire, right? So this is where you really start to think about, okay, I've been saving money for a long time. I've kind of just put it off to the side and, and, and maybe in an index fund or, or in something that's been growing. Hopefully it's been growing. You've been putting money in, your employer's been putting Money in it's been growing as the market's gone up, but you haven't really thought about it. It's kind of over there on the side. Well, once you get into this window of a decade before retirement, this is where you start thinking about okay, one, I need to start maybe thinking a bit, a bit, you know, thinking a bit more about how this money is invested and in protecting it because I can't really afford to lose a chunk of it. Uh, you know, I can't really afford to see it go down 30% because I may not make that back by the time I get to retirement time. Um, and I also need to make sure I have a Enough to get uh, me through all of those maybe 20 or 30 years of retirement so that's the first phase where you're really starting to think about what you've saved but you're also thinking about your goals right this is where you sit down with your spouse or your partner and you say, okay, uh, you know, in 10 years' time or five years or three years, this is where we're going to stop retirement. What exactly are we going to do in retirement, right? Are we going to travel or am I just going to golf all the time? Maybe you have different goals and you have to figure out how to meet each other in the middle to, to make both of your retirements fulfilling. You know, this is the time in that pre retirement to start putting together some sort of plan that makes sure you are prepared um, for for the day that retirement comes.
0: Sure. And I think that's huge. And so once we hit 50, that 50th birthday, it kind of opens the door to that pre-retirement phase. So what are some of the first things we should do in that phase?
1: Well, like I said, it's setting up goals. What are you going to do? How are you going to plan? Here's an example. If you live like uh, like we do, Tony, right, in the northern part of the country where, you know, we live through a frozen hellscape, you know, six months of the year, and you don't want to live through that um, in uh, in retirement, and you're like, I want to I want to go where it's warm. I want to go to Arizona. Or I want to go to Florida. That means you're going to have to probably sell your house and, and prepare for that. Well, you know, you could just sell your house, but it also means you may have to do improvements and do those improvements over a couple years. Years so in that pre-retirement phase now is the time to think about remodeling a couple things so that the value of your house goes up so that when you sell it you have uh, you know more equity to maybe purchase something um, in a warmer climate where you want to retire or like I alluded to if if your spouse has a, sp- a particular goal let's say to travel um, all the time in retirement but you just want to golf all the time you know you guys need to make sure you understand what each other's goals are but also how are you going to meet in the middle and make sure uh you don't annoy each other for the next 20 years um doing things that you don't want to do it's, it's a matter of sitting down and creating a plan and, and hashing out those goals so that you're prepared or you're preparing um for the eventual retirement where you are completely done with uh with working full-time
0: sure and so uh, a lot of people uh, this is this is an interesting phase i think it's an alarming number though uh, I mean, getting ready for retirement without knowing how much you need to save uh, it seems almost impossible to me.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, the truth of the matter is almost a third of Americans have no idea how much money they need to yeah, save, right? And, and that's where you need to come up with a plan. That's where you sit down with a financial service professional and say, okay, we're planning on retirement. Uh, retiring at age 64. Here's what we have saved. Uh, here's uh, here's how we're going to create income, right? Because you have to figure out you're, you're leaving the workforce. Let's pretend you're not going to work part-time. So you're not earning any money from working. You need to have uh, ways to create income. And those ways generally are going to be through Social Security, uh, a pension and the money that you have saved um, and, and leveraging that and turning that into streams of income. Well, if you have no idea how you're going to create that income or how they're going to work together before you retire, then it could derail all of your, your goals and aspirations for your retirement year. So again, that's what we work on in phase one. It's that pre-retirement. It's looking, you know, how much do you need? How much have you saved? And and everything that's going on, is it enough? And if it isn't, the, the nice part here is there's, some time to be able to make up or try to fill those gaps before you get to your retirement uh, retirement date. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's important to note. Uh, you have to do that. And uh, so I think a good uh, a good rule of thumb is just don't go crazy. Some people, when they first retire, uh, they buy a new RV, they travel around the world, and, and it is a good time to do things while you're still active, but at the same time, you got to watch it and you have right. to have a financial plan in place. So that
1: was phase one. What's phase two? So phase two is is those first few years, maybe even the first decade of retirement, right? So for a lot of folks, this is gonna be probably the most expensive phase exactly. because you're you're still generally healthy, you have a lot of energy. And you have the time and the money to be able to go traveling, to be able to do all the different things that you wanted to do. So uh, you know you can plan for that and and certainly fulfill it. But it's also a, a perilous time because you could overextend yourself when it comes to um, the money you have saved, right? You could create an income plan and have all that, and then there's an awesome opportunity to go and travel someplace, or there's an o- awesome opportunity to to buy a beach bungalow where you could uh, spend a couple months. Uh, Extra in retirement and and you draw down your retirement funds but you have to remember retirement is very likely going to last 20 or 30 years and when we talk about phase three and four you also need some money for things then so you know like a phase two is again you're going to be the most active you're going to be doing the traveling but it's also the most expensive and so making sure you have a plan and making sure you're keeping an eye on your expenses and on your your overall financial health is going to be crucial in this phase
0: yeah, that that's true. And again, what you're saying is don't go overboard when you first hit retirement. Have a plan. And I think that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and one of the ways to kind of supplement, and, you know, in phase one I talked about it hypothetically not working part time. But what I can tell you is is often time in this second phase, a lot of my clients and a lot of folks are still going to work part time, right? They've been working for forty hours a week for forty years or more. Um, they're used to working, and, and all of a sudden that stops. There's a piece where they're like, you know, I kind of just need to do something to keep busy and wouldn't mind making a couple extra dollars on the side. So a lot of time in phase two, you know, any over expenditures or, or extra money on the side for some of these indulgences that you're you're able to do in retirement is going to be made up with part time work. Um, and the the nice thing is either you're doing part time work in the field you were in before, but you're not. You know, you're know, you not beholden to, to uh, a schedule or, or a rigid schedule, or you can find something you just want to do to keep yourself busy. Um, but oftentimes, the, this second phase of retirement is going to probably have some sign of part-time work that's going to help augment those other streams of income that I talked about before. Mm.
0: Well, and as you, you've talked about on previous shows, working part-time early in retirement can also help you delay filing for Social Security which could mean a larger monthly check once you do file.
1: Yeah, sure. It, it, that's the great part, right? It's either uh, delaying Social Security so your benefit can roll up. It also could be just delaying taking money out of the the investment accounts, your IRAs, your four hundred one ks, what have you. So that money sits there and grows, or doing both, right? So uh, allowing your 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 money to grow and, and having it for later in retirement. You know, there's there's a lot of upsides to working part time um, when you're retired. Now, certainly, a, a good plan is going to assume that you're not working right we want to make sure that you know uh, the worst case scenario you you're not working part-time all of the other pieces of income can fulfill your needs but if you work part-time um, then that's just that's only going to strengthen a plan for you and it's only going to strengthen your ability to do what you want in retirement as you progress through these uh, uh, phases of retirement
0: well sure and I think Uh, it just uh, really solidifies the fact that you have to work with a financial services professional. You don't want to go it alone. You want to utilize these strategies to do things like minimize your tax burden, maximize your social security, have uh, an income retirement plan in place. So how can our listeners get a hold of you to do that?
1: Yeah, so so as you mentioned, Tony, it's critical to have a plan going into retirement, right? Now, now this plan, I run into this as clients all the time. Just because we design this plan doesn't mean it's written in stone. It can change, and and uh, you know, good financial professional, service professional, you're going to meet with them at least yearly and, and kind of change things and 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 work with them to to move on. But you have to have a plan because you don't want to bumble into retirement and not have any idea what you're going to do because again, it's going to derail, um. You your, your potential enjoyment of your retirement year. So if you're interested in creating that plan or getting a second look at a retirement plan that maybe you put together in the past, give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com.
0: All right. So you've broken down the first two stages of retirement, which is uh, pre-retirement and then the early years. So what can you tell us about phase three?
1: Yeah, Tony, so phase 3 of retirement is going to start about 10 years into your retirement, right? This is where your traveling is going to probably start slowing down. You're going to be spending a little bit more time at home or in your local area. And you're also going to start seeing an uptick in your your medical expenses. You're getting you're getting older and and Medicare's uh, medic care care that you need for medical stuff, not the program, uh, is going to you know start increasing uh, because you need it. And, and keep in mind, Medicare, the program, isn't going to cover everything. So it's likely that your expenses, um, you know, medi- Medicare costs, uh, medical costs are going to cost more um, in your overall budget. So th- that's what you have to start thinking about and planning. Um, and if you still can travel, that means you need to make sure you're budgeting both for that travel and the potential for, for medical costs. Costs as well. Yeah,
0: healthcare costs in retirement are huge, and that's a big part of that uh, phase three. As you, as you get into retirement a bit further, some of those medical services and uh, some of that equipment can come with a lot of sticker shock. And uh, like you said, a lot can fall outside the scope of Medicare. So what else can you tell us about phase
1: three? So the other thing to be thinking about in phase three is making sure you're setting up your legacy plan, right? Your estate plan, making sure all that type of stuff is taken care of, whether it's uh, creating a trust, updating your trust, making sure you have wills, power of attorneys for finance and healthcare, right? This is the phase to hopefully you've have that already in place. But this is really the time and the, the phase to think about making sure all um those documents are up to date, and your wishes are truly represented in that documentation. Right.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I know that you and your office can provide things that make legacy planning a little easier,
1: right? Yeah, Tony, we have tools that we use at our firm that can help people um, you know, preserve this stuff, put it together. And, and we also interface with a couple different um, lawyers and estate planners to make sure whatever plan that you create is in line with whatever uh, retirement plan that you may have created with us. Sure.
0: Yeah. And to keep track of it, you really need to work with professionals. I know that you work alongside estate planning attorneys and have helped your clients Um, really plan for that legacy. That's a big part of retirement and retirement income planning. So that was stage three. Uh, What about the fourth stage?
1: Yeah. So the fourth stage is the last stage, right? It's your later years. um, And and during these years, healthcare is going to be the most significant cost and probably your most uh, the item that's at the top of the agenda for most of your concerns, right? Keep in mind a couple um, that's 65 years or older is probably going to spend $300,000 or more in healthcare costs. And most of that expense is going to be done in those final years of retirement. So making sure that you have accounted for the fact that um, you've know you you've enjoyed uh, phase two and phase three, but phase four also is going to require some assets from you to make sure that your quality of life is going to be there in, in the fourth stage of retirement. Sure.
0: Sure. And then some people, uh, long-term care, we should talk about it a little bit. Uh, there are various ways and some new ways to cover long-term care, right? I mean, it's not just your regular old long-term care insurance.
1: Yeah, there are there are multiple ways these days to to leverage your dollars into a long-term care and long-term care is incredibly important if we can if you can do it, right? Because uh, it's going to provide money to care for you uh, on a long-term basis. Hence the name and that means you're using that insurance policy to fund um to to fund that long-term care and not your own assets. Um which is huge, right? Because you can blow through quite a lot of money pretty quickly. Um uh, uh, for your care so the, the er, earlier you are the less expensive that insurance can be and you can leverage your dollars um, you know pretty significantly to a, to a multiple of three or four meaning you could put a, a rough example you could put ten thousand long-term care and really get the benefit of forty or fifty thousand dollars in care depending on your age and your health and it also again you're protecting your assets um, f- uh, from having to be used for your long-term care. So that type of insurance is really important and and should be part of at least a bare minimum of conversation when you're putting a plan together, if not a crucial part of a, a retirement plan when you're creating one with a financial service professional.
0: Right. And that's the key right there. Have a plan. Work with a trusted financial services professional. And this has been a great topic. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today?
1: Yeah, so I just want to say one more thing about phase four, Tony, right? Each one of these phases requires you to be diligent about your financial plan, right? It requires you to to be in regular contact with a financial service professional. But especially in phase four, this is also the time to make sure someone you know a loved one in your family or someone else has a good sense of what's going on with your financial plan as well right because if you need long-term care or you're in a place where you can't you know um, deal with what's going on someone else should be able to step in and help you with some of these things you know certainly uh, legally recognized to do so but that's uh, one of the things that needs to be considered once you reach the, you know phase four making sure your financial situation uh, and your financial plan is still going the way it's supposed to, but making sure someone else also knows what's happening uh, is, is crucial. Yeah,
0: I, I would agree. So uh, we're out of time for our podcast today, for the show. Is there anything else you want to add?
1: Yeah, again, if you're interested in creating a plan um, the, you know that's going to take into account the four phases we've talked about today, making sure your money is going to last um, for 20 or 30 years of retirement, making sure you're maximizing your Social Security, being tax savvy, both pre and after retirement, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com and we can create a, an appointment either in person or uh, virtually and we can start that conversation about creating a plan.
0: All right, sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivag.com. Investment advisory services is offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Loffenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.